Hey Matt, over here. Oh hey Z, I'm so sorry I'm late. I tried a quick and easy recipe at home before I came. Oh, so why are you late then? Well, the website said 15 minutes. Took me an hour and a half and now my kitchen's a mess. That doesn't sound quick and easy at all. Do you want to talk about it? Well, actually, I'd rather talk to HCC about false advertising, but in the meantime, I guess you'll be acceptable company. Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us once again. We've got a lot yeah. to talk about. Yes. Okay, Z. So I thought we'd start us off with a fun one today. Uh, so picture this. Here I am at home. It's that late hour of the night and I'm on the YouTube tunnel going from video to video into the, the uncharted weird areas of YouTube. Okay. <laughs> I uh, love that area of YouTube. But I, I stumbled upon what I'm going to s- describe as an obscure musical. So there was a video comparing a movie version of something and a musical version of something. I had no idea this existed as a musical. Now, I've come across various other instances of this throughout my time just surfing the internet and just generally existing. Properties or characters or stories that you didn't know were turned into a Broadway stage production. Okay. So, see, I have prepared a list of uh, properties, stories, and I'd like you to guess whether or not they have a Broadway musical adaptation. Okay. And when you say Broadway musical, you mean actually on Broadway? Yeah, pretty professional. Um, productions. Productions, yeah. Right, not okay. Like a, not like a backyard YouTube video production. No, yeah, not like a home video of some weird family in uh, the middle well, of nowhere. Some of these are a little bit non-professional, but... <laughs> But I've kept them in for comedic purposes for the most part. Okay, got but it. The majority of these have official Broadway releases. Alrighty, let's play. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're going to start with the Adams family. Oh, I mean, the characters are crazy looking. You could make some creepy, haunting songs out of their stories. Pretty so popular. They've had they've had many reiterations over time as well. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to go, yes, definitely um, has a musical. You're correct. There is an Adam's Family musical. I wouldn't mind that one, actually. Oh, yeah? I think so, because it's not going to be, like, super tacky like musicals normally are. How about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? <sighs> no. There is a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde okay. musical. <laughs> Isn't that the same person, though? Yes, it is the same person. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde are the same person. Yes, but in the book, I'm pretty sure you don't know that until the end. That's, like, the twist. So in a musical, because it's a stage thing, it's a visual thing. <laughs> That's why I said no, because how could you hide that? I haven't seen the musical. Yeah, fair enough. These were the results of quick Googles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. Here's one. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. I haven't actually seen it, so I can't even... No. I'll say no. I'll say that's a movie only. There is, in fact, a Beetlejuice musical. Oh. That's, this is actually the, the show that started me on this quest. Rabbit hole. I, I found, I come across the Beetlejuice musical. I'm like, what the heck is this? Okay. Any good? No idea. I haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> okay. How about The Godfather? No. You're right. There's no Godfather movie. How about, <laughs> how about Scarface? No. No, you're right. There is no Scarface movie. Yes. But there is an Al Capone musical. Uh. Okay. Here's one you're going to know. The Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Of course. I didn't know that was anything other than a musical. Um, there is a movie. It's not, it's not bad, but it, it's just a musical version, the movie version of the musical. Now, how about the sequel to Phantom of the Opera, where the main character has the Phantom's baby, the main hero of the first one becomes a drunk, and one of the main characters becomes a stripper and sex worker. Right. 
I'm going to say that one is just a movie that went straight to DVD. You'd be wrong. It's a stage <laughs> show. It's called Love Never Dies, and it's made by the same creator. Okay, The Sound of Music. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're right. It was a stage show yeah. four, years, four years before the film came out. Oh, really? So mm-hmm. it was a musical before it was a movie? It was a musical first. Because ah, that's a long movie. It is a long movie. All right. Along that same vein, how about The Greatest Showman? Does it have a live stage adaptation? It should. It should. But does it? I will say no. You'd be right. It does not have a live stage adaptation. That one seemed like it was made with those actors in mind. Well, I think Hugh Jackman had a big part in like the production and the writing and all that in it. It right. was his kind of like baby. But I reckon they will, though, at some point. I think it should. It I think it'd be fun. How about The Hulk musical? No. How could they even do that? <laughs> <laughs> no. The Hulk one. No, Hulk doesn't exist. <laughs> like, how would you even manage the hair and makeup for that? <laughs> well, they do They do some amazing things in musicals. Have you, you've seen The Lion King. I haven't. Haven't you? Not the stage production, no. I'm not a big musical person in general. Well, that's, that's why this quiz is perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the logistics of, like, does the story <laughs> make sense in song form? And well, do the characters have enough uh, depth to, to warrant a musical. Yeah. Well, do you think Spider-Man has enough depth to warrant a musical? See, I feel like that would involve a lot of, like, harnesses and, like, flying around. And I'm going to say no. Oh, you'd be wrong. Oh, no. Spider-Man has to say it. It's the most expensive Broadway production ever made. <gasps> really? Written by Bono and The Edge from U2. Bono! Bono. Interesting. How about and it's funny how it's the most expensive, but I've never heard of it. I haven't either. But it was expensive because it did have harnesses and apparently yeah. <laughs> a bunch of people got injured during the production of it because it had so much like wire work and This is exactly why I think it wouldn't be one because <laughs> I can foresee that being a total liability. Mm, it's a spoiler for one of my ones coming up. But there's one where they have a fully animatronic dragon on stage of a, a Broadway production. Like they can do anything they want. But can they make a man fly? Is there a Superman musical? Is there a Superman musical? I can imagine like civilians singing like, we're Superman, we need him now. And then he appears. I'm going to say yes. Uh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it was made in 1966. Um, at the time, it was Broadway's biggest flop. I mean, where can you really go with that? Some civilians need help and Superman comes and saves the day. I like, mean, it can just be all based on that Fife Fighting song. Fighting you know, song like, I can't stand to fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the theme of superheroes, do you think there's an Avengers musical? They're really popular. Kids they would love are. it. Lots of different variety with characters, but I don't think so. I think it's almost too much work. There's too many balls being juggled. Well, you'd be right. There is no Avengers musical. <laughs> See, I think about the logistics. I think about, like, is this possible? Uh, how about Pokemon? Pokemon, massive, Ooh. massive in the 90s. Massive? But how do you do the Pokeball action on a stage play? <laughs> and then everyone has to dress up. Well, I guess Lion King was one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say no, no for Pokemon. There was, in fact, a Pokemon musical. Uh, shifting topics a little bit, how about Dr. Phil, the musical? I need that in my life. <laughs> I would actually see that one. If it's not one, it ha- it should be. So I'm going to say yes. It's no. There is no Dr. Oh, Phil, the musical. No. Can you imagine how funny those like, different scenarios would be? <laughs> you may come across the same sort of thing on potentially the Jerry Springer, the opera. Yeah. 
Do you think that, that is has real? to be one? It has to. Yes. There is Jerry Springer the opera. Yes. I'm gonna read. They'll do like Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> I'm gonna read the synopsis. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. It contains irreverent treatment of Christian themes, extensive profanity, and surreal images such as a troupe of tap dancing Ku Klux Klan members. I mean, there's a lot to unpack in that one synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really what I was expecting. I just wanted the, the paternity tests. I think it's kind of like a parody kind of thing. Okay, how about Breaking Bad, the musical? That's That's got a really dramatic story. It does. It really does. And I can see a lot of, like, conflict scenes. I think, yes. Uh, no, there is no Breaking <sighs> Bad, the musical. Does Big Fish, the Ewan McGregor movie, have a live stage adaptation? Yes. Yes, you're right. It does. I've never seen it, so that gonna, was just a 50-50 multiple ask. choice. <laughs> it's really good. But, okay, how about this one? Shrek. Ooh, that's one I think can be and should be because there's a lot of great songs in Shrek, the movie. Yeah, but they're not original songs. It's like a soundtrack from other artists. It's not originally written songs for the movie. No. Do they have to be, though, in a musical? Uh, not all the time. I mean, Rock of Ages or Mamma Mia use music from other places. Yeah, I'm going to go, yes, there is a Shrek musical. There is a Shrek musical. Um, how about Ice Age? Similar Ooh, sort of theme. Similar, similar but sort much of... more difficult, especially with like set design. Ice Age, I don't think so. That doesn't lend itself to musical vibes. You'd be correct. Ice Age isn't <laughs> a stage show. But how about Jurassic Park? Also difficult to, like, with costumes and... I, I don't think so. How can you sing in a, in a dinosaur costume? They might, no. they, they might not be the ones singing, the dinosaurs. Oh, still no. <laughs> okay, you'd be right. There is no Jurassic Park musical. <laughs> but... It'd be too much. Like, one costume would take up half the stage. <laughs> I think you need to see more musicals. They can do some pretty amazing things. Is there a Jurassic World musical? Is there a Jurassic World movie? I haven't seen them. I'm not yes, the, one, the ones with Chris okay. Pratt. Okay. Um, <laughs> still does not change my view or my question. Oh, my um, God. You asked it in a way that implied that it was different. So I'll say, yes, there is a Jurassic World. There is not. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but how about Triassic Park? Park spelled with a P-A-R-Q. Triassic Park. Um, I don't even know what that would even be. <laughs> yes, it's a parody. It is a parody. I, I, yes! I've, got the, I've got the synopsis here. From Let's the, hear it. Told from the perspective of the dinosaurs, a clan of female dinosaurs is thrown into chaos when one spontaneously turns male. Mm. Oh, you're interested. We've got to find a copy of Triassic one. Park of a Q. Uh, I'm guessing it's a backyard one. Uh, no, I think it's I think it's like semi production. Okay. It, it's not like super broad, but I had to throw it in. I, need, I needed a I needed a fun finisher. So that's all my obscure musicals for you. See, I want to see Doctor Phil and Jerry Springer the most. So Matt, the other day I was thinking about small world stories, like events that take place in your life that are such huge coincidences that you can't help but think, you know, what are the chances of that happening? And I feel like we experience those, you know, a few times in our lifetime. I, I love that feeling. It's such a like, cool little moment when it all, when you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. It's so, yeah. such a cool feeling. It's crazy. And like, you know, we live in a, a massive world, massive population, yet such 
crazy coincidences. Yes, it it is insane how in a seemingly endless world with endless people, scenarios bring people into the same circles continuously. It's yes, it's, it's, it's wild. It's kind of like those. What we're all like seven degrees of separation, isn't it? The thing we're all connected six. by six people, six degrees of separation. We're all connected by six connections. Supposedly, yeah. Yeah, I haven't tested it, but it sounds like it would work. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I would bet though that my small world stories are gonna be are gonna trump yours. Uh-huh. <laughs> This isn't a competition, Z. <laughs> I, it's not even a competition because I know I'm going to win. All right. Uh. <laughs> you go first. Okay. Um, so one that I always think about, I, I went overseas with my friend. We went to um, Vietnam and China. And while we were there, we were in a tour group. And there were this, these two friends um, from England that were in our tour group. And we got on really well. And then, you know, the tour ended and we all went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Years later, um, my friend and I are in Japan and... Out of nowhere, I get a message from one of these women, and they're like, "We're gonna be, we're gonna be near you guys. We're flying out to Asia again." We're like, "No way! Where are you flying to? We're flying to Japan." They were flying into Japan at the same time, the exact same day we were flying out of Japan. We were gonna miss them at the airport by a few hours. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, so so you met these people, and then a few years later, you nearly you just missed them in a totally different country. What are That's the chances? Pretty good. That's of pretty us, good. I think, yeah. What are the? Look, they don't even live in Australia. What are the chances that they are traveling at the same time we're traveling? Yes, and, they're coming and to you're the both traveling with country. the same people as well. Like that doesn't really happen. Either. Yeah, but no, but not only that, when we both chosen the exact same country of all countries in the world on the exact same day. That's pretty coincidental. Thank and you, you would have been at the airport on the same day. We would have been exactly. Yeah. We just missed them. Okay, I'll take that. Pretty good. All right. Let's see what you got. Okay. So I have a similar one, an international one. This is probably my biggest one, my trump card. Oh, you're starting with the big Bringing it out early, yeah. (laughs) Just because it matches yours. So I went overseas with my friends. I was in Barcelona and it was the first day that we landed. And I checked my social media and my old family friend had also checked into Barcelona. So I was like, oh, crazy. We're both here. So I messaged him and I said, hey, where are you? And he was literally two minutes around the corner. Like his accommodation was two minutes around the corner from where I was. So my group of friends and his group of friends met and we said, hello. We're like, oh, crazy. So we're walking around, just checking out the sites and we see a Kentucky group. And we're like, oh, let's just join this Kentucky because they're probably going to go to lots of cool places. So we don't have to well, find. So you just pretended to be part of the group. Yeah, pretend to be part of the group. Exactly. So that we could <laughs> get intel on, you know, the places to go. So we joined this Kentucky group. I wear glasses and without my glasses on, I'm pretty blind. So I'm just, you know, blindly joining. And literally 30 seconds later, I see someone marching up to me from the Kentucky group. And it's my other family friend, completely separate. She's like, what are you doing here? So on the same day, a family friend of mine. Yeah, different family friends. They didn't know each other. On the other side of the world, we live in Australia. This is in Barcelona. Had no idea that either of them were there saw one on social media that had checked in met up then followed a random Kentucky group and then another family friend of mine was in that Kentucky group what the hell I know on the same day that's insane. on the other side of the world okay that's pretty crazy it was actually crazy I'm still not over it it's all- <laughs> like 10 years later <laughs> it's almost as good as my story almost yeah almost almost okay well, will it be as good as my second story so for my work you know I, I look after shelter animals 
And a lot of time yeah. we have to send samples to like fecal tests and things, you know, <laughs> blood tests. I was looking through one of these fecal tests, the results, and there was a name in the corner and you're prepared by so-and-so, bachelor of so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And I'm like, I know that name. And I, I looked up Facebook, this friend of mine, and she had the exact same qualifications <laughs> that stated behind. I know her from uni. So I hit her up and I'm like, you don't happen to work for this IDEX company, do you? And she's like, actually, yeah, I do. So all this time, you know, we, we did university together and then we, we said, separated hadn't talked in ages and now she's checking my reports that i send them <laughs> she's checking the feces she's checking the feces we send their way yeah so the cats that you handle defecate <laughs> and <laughs> find their way into the hands of someone that you went to uni with yeah wild i think it's a pretty small world yeah especially when you had no idea no no idea i just recognize the name yeah sometimes i think about that like money when we used to use cash um who has touched this money uh, yeah you know? how many yeah it's probably kind of gross to think about yeah <laughs> but i like to think like maybe it was you know a major celebrity or yeah, you know. i mean it could have been like money's in circulation for like 10 20 30 years imagine yeah. what it could have gone through in all the time random tangent okay I've got one. I think this actually is similar to my previous one, as in similar level of WTF. Go on. Okay. So, in my late teens, I'm cringing and rolling my eyes as I confess this, but I had an internet boyfriend in America. <laughs> yes, I do remember this. Okay. So, I knew everything about his life. I knew where he went to school, etc., etc. He went to a school at like this really small community school. There was two big public schools and he went to the small community school that no one else went to, just for context. Sure. So, I'm like 18 or 19 at this club event called Purple Sneakers. Did you ever go to that? No. Mm, it was iconic in Sydney. Was it cool? It was it as cool as Skate 2000? No, <laughs> what's Skate 2000? It's like a roller skating derby thing. Oh, like a nice. disco roller skating ring. No, this is like um, alternative indie music. So anyway, <laughs> the toilets had broken down. So they had merged everyone into this unisex toilet system. So you have to line up to go to the toilet, but in the queue was males and females. Mm. And in front of me, I could hear um, these two dudes talking and they had American accents. And I was like, oh, they're from America. I'm just going to start a conversation with them. So <laughs> I talked to them and I'm like, hey, you're from America. Where are you from? Tell me all about it. Because we were in line for the toilets. Like it was going to be a while. Yeah, what else do you do? What, yeah. So like, it's like people want to want their privacy when they're going to the bathroom just <laughs> we're in the queue for the bathroom not in the bathroom it's a perfect itself. time to make friends <laughs> and it's like oh i'm from north carolina and i'm like oh my internet boyfriend's from north carolina <laughs> what part and he tells me like the town and it's the same town that my internet boyfriend is from i'm like no. oh okay that that really narrows it down so i'm like okay from that town, there are three schools, the two big public schools and the small community school, remember? Yeah. So I'm like, what school did you go to? And he says the small community school name. And I'm like, no way. So I tell him, oh my gosh, my internet boyfriend literally went to that school. He didn't believe me. He thought I was just, you know, making stuff up. He's like, what's his name? And I told him. He knew him. They knew each other. In Sydney, <laughs> the queue for a unisex toilet. I thought he was going to end up being your boyfriend. Oh, no, no. Not quite. But that's still insane. <laughs> I don't want to downplay the insanity of that situation. It is insane. That's still pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. Did he go talk to your internet boyfriend and, and say, oh, I met... Yeah, I, I rushed home I met, afterwards. I met and... Gregory. <laughs> yeah. And then he told me, actually, that that guy reached out to him to say that he had met me. 
So wow. they knew each other. Pretty small world. What are the chances of that? Okay, you so, got one more? Yeah, but it, it's, not, it's not that big, but it's pretty crazy. Okay, I'm here for it. All right, so I went to the cinemas with a friend of mine. Before that, we went through the shopping center. We had something to eat. You know, we killed some time. And then we went into the cinema and we sat down, watched the entire movie. I got up and we went to leave. And I walked past somebody and I was my friend. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's my ex-girlfriend. Then my friend is like, no, that, that's impossible. It can't be. We passed them multiple times today while we were walking around. You push past her on the escalator. <laughs> they were sitting. It was me, my friend, a space... And then her new boyfriend and her at the cinema. We were sitting. And you had no idea. And I had no idea. I didn't notice her at all until I left and I walked past her. Turns out. I wonder if she noticed that you were there. Well, she didn't say hi. If she did, I went up and said hi to her afterwards. Uh-huh. Did she act surprised? Like, oh, I had no idea. Oh, she would have known. It. She would have known it was me. I'm, I'm being loud. I'm pushing past her on the escalator. She yeah. would have known. <laughs> she would have thought you ignored her on purpose. She would have hundred percent known it was me. But hundred percent, she would have ignored me on purpose. Anyway, that's that's a small one that came to mind. Okay, the oh. coincidence there is not that you were in the same vicinity because she's from Sydney, you're from Sydney. I don't think that's too crazy. You're right. It's probably not a small world situation. It's just it's just a fun little story, Z. It's just a fun yeah. story. It's no, about- but the, the crazy part is that you didn't know that whole time and you'd passed it so many times. <laughs> that's not small world. That's just me being ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But okay. what's, what's a your, great story. Well, thank you. What's your final one? Um, so at one point I was dating this guy who was um, a lot older than me, who you would have known about. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in year three, he was in year 12. He went to a different school, obviously. But he was dating someone when he was in year 12 who went to my school because my school was K to 12. And the girl he was dating was the daughter of my teacher in year three. So like, well, yeah. Like so he was dating the daughter of my teacher, like at the same time. At the same time, and then yeah. you would go on to date him. Yes. In many many years later. Yes. Wow. I mean, we were from the same area in Sydney, so not crazy. But I mean, it's it's still pretty crazy. It's crazy, yeah. <laughs> Your stories are way better than mine. I know. I knew they would be. <laughs> 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 they still blow my mind. I'm not easily like mind shocked. Blown. Yeah. So anyway, just wanted to, I guess, humble brag about my small world stories. They're pretty good, and I, like I said, I do love small world situations. They do blow my mind and excite me. I yeah. go around telling everybody the stories whenever they happen. Yeah, all my stories are old, like ten years old, but I'm still telling them. <laughs> so I, I feel you on that. Z, um, I'm going to bring back a much beloved segment of Matt's Geekly Weekly, not so weekly. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while. It has been a while. We've I had, thought we've you had... were phasing that one out. No, no, it's it's coming but back. It's back. It's, it's back co- with a vengeance. It's back with a vengeance. It's coming back strong. Love so it. it's here. It's here to stay. Don't. It's not going anywhere. Love it. For my geek segment, I'm going to talk about um, a Netflix series that I think deserves some recognition. Then you may have heard of it, um, Love, Death, and Robots. Mm, I have not heard of it. Okay. Basic concept is that they're all animated shorts. It's an anthology series. That means that every episode isn't related to the other. Okay. They Um, stand on their own. They stand on their own, similar to something like Black Mirror. You know, every episode can be viewed as its own unique thing. There's no no themes or anything that... Well, I lie because the reason this is called Love, Death, and Robots is... Every episode has to have one of those three things in it. Okay. Either love, love death, death, or robots. Or robots. Okay. Okay, and they're all they're all animated. 
different animation companies is on each episode. Um, okay, and- so it's like a different <clears throat> aesthetic for every episode. Yeah, each episode looks different, feels different. Some of them are some of them are super dark and super depressing, and some of them are are pretty lighthearted. They're all completely unique and different. Right. You know what this reminds me of? Um, Sydney Film Festival. There's always a theme, right? Let's say the theme is sunflowers. And all the films are totally different, but they all have a sunflower somewhere in them, even if it's just like on the wallpaper or on someone's shirt. Oh, I think that's a pretty good comparison. And it feels like that. There's two seasons at the moment. Season one has 18 episodes. Season two has eight episodes. And they can be anywhere from um, a film about a couple finding um, that their freezer has a has a small civilization living inside it, or there's a bunch of robots that are exploring our civilization after humans have become extinct. There's heaps of different concepts. I love that. And it sounds like there's a lot of creative freedom. Like there's essentially no boundaries. No. These companies have been able to just come up with, craft their own stories in their own little world. And some of them are really, really good. And the best thing about it is even if you're not feeling a particular episode, generally they're only about 15 minutes long. So it's not here for that long. You never really know what you're going to be seeing next. There's there's werewolves, there's space, there's all sorts of crazy stuff in it. It's, it's just it's a solid show. I would really recommend it to anyone that's just after something a little bit different, a little bit experimental even. And it's it's on Netflix, like I said. And I recommend everyone just watch a few episodes and see how you go. In particular, there's an episode called Beyond the Aquila Rift, which is episode two of the first season. Really, really good. What's good about it, though? It's hard to say without spoiling it. It's kind of a mind-fucky episode. Okay. But it's only 17 minutes long, and the the way the story progresses and the payoff is chef's kiss. (laughs) Chef's kiss. I'm glad you clarified. We weren't sure. I didn't just kiss the air. It was... was There's an episode about these two kids and they, they stay up late to see Santa Claus and Santa Claus ends up being this massive, grotesque monster. So it's, is that the love, death or the robot? Uh, I'm going to say death. Where's the death? He's a, he's a super alien. Or maybe love because they love Santa Claus. It's <laughs> a very loose, no, loose I, I feel connection. Like, I feel like the kid may get a robot as a toy or something. Uh, something like okay, that. yeah. So hidden in the... Uh... There's some, there's some celebrities hidden around there as well. Overall, it's a good time. And uh, yeah, give it a watch. I think you'd like it, see? Yeah, I think I would too. I'm definitely going to give it a go. Thanks for the recommendation. You're welcome. It's um, probably one of the better shows I've seen in a little while. Most of the yeah. episodes are pretty damn good. Really yeah. creative stuff. I'm running out of things to watch, so I'm glad you brought this to my attention. Oh, oh you are welcome. So it's time for Acceptable or Not. Everyone's second favorite podcast segment. Uh, Has has Geekly Weekly taken over, you reckon? No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly from Albury, Wodonga has written in about her and her friend going to the supermarket. And I think this is something that I've also witnessed. Not sure if you have, Matt. But she's gone to the supermarket with her friend. Her friend's picked out a few snacks to buy because she's getting peckish. And the friend starts eating the food while they're browsing the aisles still. She plans to pay for it, but she hasn't yet. And she's just going to eat the food, save the wrapper, and scan it through that way. Okay. So eating food in the supermarket before you've paid for it. Acceptable or not? Well, thank you, Kelly, for the excellent suggestion and for writing it. Yes. Now, I have witnessed this before. Okay. You may even say I've partaken in... 
a small sense. Back when、okay. I was younger, I used to grab some grapes off a bunch of grapes and eat them in the store. Okay,、One、that's may... different though because you're not planning on paying for it. So it's stealing. It's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's completely different. What you're talking about is it's straight,、yeah. straight up a felony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So people that are like you know they they buy a pack of chips and they're eating it as a stroll in the aisle. I think that the main issue I have with this is what happens if you rock up at the register and something goes wrong and you can't pay for the item. Exactly. Yes. Right. That's it. Could happen. You, you know, your partner's taking out money out of your account that you didn't know or you didn't realize. Yeah. Oh, their F plus machine is down. Yeah. And they're only taking cash for some reason. Yeah. There's plenty of reasons that you may not be able to pay for that. And then what happens? Yeah. Then you got to sell them your car and walk home. <laughs> your firstborn. <laughs> I mean, we've all been shopping hungry. We've bought like the block of chocolate and opened it as soon as we're out of the supermarket to eat. Yes. But I think just eating it in the store, I think, is a little bit obnoxious. I agree. I think there's a certain level of entitlement that comes with that action.、Mm -hmm. It's like I haven't paid for it yet. But it doesn't matter. Like I don't have to adhere to the same rules as everyone else. The thing is, until that money changes hands, it's not your property. Yes. That's the thing.、Yes. It's, it's not just because you intend to pay for it. Can I go into a a Holden, you know, store and start driving one of their cars <laughs> around? Because I intend to pay for it in a month's time. Can I walk into a movie theater and just help myself to a movie? Because I intend to pay later. No. Why is this any different? Can I go to Bunnings and use a drill because I really need a a thing done at home <laughs> and I'll pay for it next week? No. Until you pay for it, it is not your item. And food is even worse. A drill, you know, you use it and you continue using it. Once I've eaten a block of chocolate, I can't return the block of chocolate. It's it's so much worse just assuming that I can just do what I want to this food. That is a great comparison. I agree. I'm going with not acceptable. Yeah, I'm, I'm just there's not an asterisk, there's not a but. It's just straight up not acceptable for me. There is an asterisk actually from one of our <laughs> listeners who's written in. <laughs> um. Cam, Cam has written into Instagram, and he said that he used to work at Woolies, and he didn't mind if people did that as long as they saved the wrapper. Like it didn't bother him as an employee of the supermarket. Yeah,、uh, Cam, please. <laughs> the next step is eating the food and hiding the wrapper. Yeah, right. Which would be really it's easy. It's the gateway to theft. Yeah, it's the pot of the supermarket world. Agree. Where does it end? I call doubt. If I was a member of that store, I would hate. Watching people do that, I would just think they're so entitled. Whenever I worked in retail and someone would do something similar to this, I just hate them for it. Who do you think you are, right? You think <laughs> you're so much better than us? Pay for your food, get out of my shop. <laughs> okay, that's very strong words. <laughs> Um, we we did put this poll out on Instagram, and the results may surprise you. So not acceptable. So who agree with us? Seventy four percent, twenty six percent say acceptable. Yeah, they're the ones that do it. It's a greater percentage of the population than I had thought. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these sickos live among us. We don't even know. <laughs> So Cam's has not changed my mind, and I look. I'm glad. I think you're a very tolerant person, Cam. If that really is your opinion on the subject, yeah, you're a nice guy. Because I feel like I would be really pissed off if I saw people doing that. Hundred percent. I'd stalk them to make sure they paid for it. Same. I, I might even like wave their veggie bags <laughs> and then like put some slight pressure on with my hand、Ooh. to like make it way more. <laughs> <laughs> So we're in agreement, though. Not acceptable. Not acceptable. 
Our next one comes from Courtney in Yumina, who you may be familiar with. <laughs> um, she's <laughs> this is actually my girlfriend. She's been writing in, um, exceptional or not, for a while, um, and this is the first one I believe that's been at a controversial <laughs> level enough for us to actually discuss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like to discuss social issues, not political issues. Yeah, so we're, we're, keep it light, people. Keep them light. We're we're we're, tr- we're threading that line quite yeah quite closely. <laughs> um, but she's written in a great one that's also been controversial on Instagram. Mm. So she's asked, "Getting your infant or your baby's ears pierced acceptable or not?" So obviously, I don't have my ears pierced. This isn't something I had to deal with growing up, but. As a rule of thumb, I feel like until they're old enough to have some recollection or some sort of idea of what's happening, I would say no. I think there comes a time when they go to school and they see all their friends with ears pierced and they, they kind of go, mom, I want my ears pierced. And at that mm-hmm. point, sure, they can get them done. But if they're too young to realize that, I think it's not right. Okay. Do you have the same opinion when it comes to circumcision? Uh, interesting. Mm. Very interesting. I didn't expect you to throw that curveball at me, Z. <laughs> Um, But no, as far as circumcisions goes, I would personally hope that I never have to, I wouldn't want to know, I wouldn't want to have to make that decision. I'm glad it was taken out of my hands as a small child. Okay, because I got my ears pierced as an infant, and I'm glad that that was taken out of my hands as well. I mean, I feel like it's it's apples and oranges here. You know, like circumcision isn't, depending on your beliefs and what's going on these days, it isn't necessarily only a looks thing. Mm -hmm. There are other elements involved as to why it's done. Yes. But ear piercing isn't, there's no health benefits there. It's it's purely a physical thing, right? It's, it's purely for looks. But also, if you look at it from another perspective, I'm not saying acceptable or not at this stage. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, go on. Uh, what if the parent does it because they know they won't remember it? Like, it's to save them the trauma, I guess, later on. Oh. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that trauma probably isn't that big a deal. I and mean, people go ahead and get tattoos all the time, right? Because mm. it's something they like the look of. It's something they want. And it's still a body modification being done to you without your yes. permission, without your say-so. What benefit does a, a parent have for their two-year-old to have ear piercings? You know, the two-year-old isn't even old enough to appreciate it or care. Like, why? In the baby photos, they want to have big sparkly earrings? I just, what's the point? I guess. See, I'm really torn, as is Instagram. So Instagram says 44% acceptable, 56% not acceptable. I am really teetering in the middle because I get why people would be against it for all the reasons that you've just mentioned. But also, I had my ears pierced like before I was one and had no issue with it growing up. And I was actually glad that I didn't have to go through that process as a child. Yeah, but you you would have had it done, though. Or would you not have? Do well, you- okay, no, he's a slight spanner. I did get my second hole pierced when I was like 12. Okay, so odds are you probably would have had your ears pierced consensually after a certain age. Yes. But I didn't care that the first ones were done when I was young. I wouldn't think anyone would care. I don't think any person will grow up and say, man, I wish my parents never pierced my ears. Yeah. So then why is it unacceptable? Because there's still a decision being made without your consent when they could wait a couple of years even and get at least some form of consent. You know, what's the point of it being done so early that the child doesn't even realize what's happening? That's for nobody but the parent. Yeah. But you could say that about like, oh, my parents dressed me up in this crazy clown outfit and I hated it. Like, I hate these photos of me in this clown outfit. But you, I didn't 
you get to consent to wearing it. That's a little bit different. You're not it's, it's you're not, you're not physically modification. Mm. It's more like if a if a parent tattooed eyebrows onto their child. Is it why? Because the parent wanted the child to look prettier. At that age, the kid isn't gonna care. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't even know how to walk yet. It's for nothing but the parents. And why? So they can have earrings and photos. I don't see the point of having it done that early when you can just put it off for five years and have this conversation with your child. Yeah, that's so, fair. So, so you're in the not acceptable boat? Yes, I think it's not acceptable. I'm literally teetering in the middle, but because I don't care that mine were pierced as an infant, I'm leaning slightly towards acceptable. Like, who cares? You just have to have to disagree with me. No, I don't. <laughs> this is my honest opinion. No, that's fine. Like I said before, I never had my ears pierced, so I don't have I don't have as much of a foot in the race. It's not so much unacceptable as unnecessary to me. It's not like I'm going to see a, a two year old with ear pierces and, and and you know yell at the parents and think they're bad parents. No, it's it's just why you know in the decision of get it done now or get it done when they're at school age. Well, okay, just back to the circumcision thing though. I know people who got. It it done like in their adolescence mm. knowing what you know mm. does that change your opinion not really i mean it's not like they get it done because their parents want them to run around with a collarless penis you know it, it's it's from their religious beliefs you know it isn't a, a fashion statement per se but the difference is circumcision back when our parents were having kids i think it was strongly advised to do it by doctors as a health reason right and i think that's changing now but you know they wouldn't have done it just so my penis looks a certain way and that's the difference there's no reason at all for the benefit of the child to have the ears pierced at one or two years old. Yeah. But yeah. if the doctor's saying, you know, your foreskin can get infected and or I can just snip it off whippity slip, you know, they got these <laughs> got these cool circumstances scissors. Easy, you know? Yeah. If I had not had my ears pierced as a baby, maybe I would I would just be in the middle. But because I did and I have first hand experience of not caring, I'm fine with it. I'm still gonna say um not acceptable. Like I said, I'm not gonna like condemn any mother or father that wants to do it, but I just think what's the point? Yeah. I completely understand your point of view i'm a very light acceptable teetering on the edge yeah awesome well thanks for uh divulging your point of view always a pleasure to discuss things with you z well that's it for today's episode and if you're not already please follow us on instagram at acceptable company and you can send in your scenarios you can vote on whether you think the scenarios are acceptable or not we haven't had any new followers lately so i'm a bit i'm a bit self-conscious about that that just means that we have an army of loyal ones <laughs> yeah we, we we like the ones that we've still got so. yeah so stick around guys yeah stick around you're part of the acceptable community <laughs> okay see you next time see you later guys